You're listening to a podcast from Victory. What is the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives? Find out in week three of the Apostles' Creed. This is the third installment of our series, Apostles' Creed, and the next few weeks will be topics on this declaration because at the end of the day, uh, everything that we do springs from our understanding of God's Word. And this declaration has a lot to do with our understanding of God's Word thus resulting to certainty okay, of what we believe and be equipped to face current cultural challenges that comes our way. So our message is not, in fact, the Apostles' Creed. Our message is the Word of God. Amen? This is just a declaration of what we adhere to, what we believe, and what we want to confess. This is why I want to read right here. I want to declare this because I felt like this is uh, really... Uh, a profession or a declaration of uh, my understanding and my devotion to God's Word. It's written right here, I believe in God the Father, Almighty Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. That was our topic two weeks ago. That we are what? We are making a commitment that more than just our understanding of God's Word is that we are uh, simply saying that God is Almighty. Do you agree? That an almighty God, an all-powerful God, more than just uh, who He is in His nature, that He went down to be personal with us. And that is amazing. For a powerful God to be personal, that is something that we need to celebrate. And part of that, about a week ago, we did uh, really confess this. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. That Christ was forsaken so that all of us can be forgiven. Isn't it amazing? That you don't have to labor in order for you to be accepted by God. The reason why you are accepted by God because Christ was forsaken on your behalf. That Christ paid the debt. Yung utang mo. Christ paid the debt that He didn't owe to satisfy the debt that you couldn't pay. And that is why we can say that God, I am fully accepted by you and you will never change the way you love me because Christ paid it all. Amen. How many of you here can't help but during our time of worship that we can declare it is finished? Amen. We can declare that, Lord, it is done. The reason why I am doing what is good and the reason why I want to be pure, holy, and righteous because I'm a product of God's finished work. Tapos na po. There is no need for you to perform. Knowing for a fact that we are living in a world wherein we need to perform to be loved by our boss, your wife, or your husband. I'm not against uh, your wife or your husband, but there are things that you do to be loved by them. I know that they love you, but of course, it's not a guarantee that people around us loves us unconditionally the way God loves us. Am I correct? That we have to do something to be loved by people. And because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, He has finished work, that we are good, not because we want to win the approval of God. The reason why we're good, because God has approved of us. And He did it on the cross. He loves us so much. That he is simply saying, I approve of you, therefore I will die on your behalf. This is why today I just can't help but uh, once again continue with the declaration in the Apostles' Creed. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was? He descended to hell the third day he rose again from the? He ascended to and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father, all. From there he will come to judge the living and the? And I love judgment. Amen? How many of you hear? Every time you hear the word judgment, it gets you excited. Some of you are not. Okay? The reason why, because it has a negative implication, we will talk about this. But for people that are called by God as His children, okay, when He returns, it gets us excited. Do you understand? It's a story that I've been uh, using as an illustration over and over again. I have four kids and my two uh, kids uh, would always fight at times, okay? Uh, my, my, my daughter would always use this against his brother. That When his brother does something that's not right or proper, okay? He would always tell his brother, okay, wait until dad's, uh, dad comes home. Because I will tell him everything that you did. Do you understand? So it's a picture of judgment that I'm going to be back home and my daughter is uh, really uh, really uh, doing what, uh, what pleases me. And uh, there are times that my son okay, would do things that might uh, irritate me. And uh, of course, because of that warning from uh, her sister, okay, is that he would uh, at times uh, really dread my arrival. Okay? And in the same manner, when it comes to a relationship with God, it is uh, synonymous that people like us who are called by God as His own uh, will, uh, in fact, see judgment as uh, something for our advantage. Am I correct? 
And for people who did not acknowledge Christ, uh, that is in fact for their own disadvantage. This is why we have a church. We want as many people to come to know the Lord. And today, we will talk about the Holy Spirit. That we're simply saying, I believe in the, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And today, we'll talk about the Holy Spirit. And this is our confession that we believe in the Holy Spirit. Amen. So my question with you right now, when was the last time you talked to the Holy Spirit? We know Jesus, we know God the Father, but when was the last time you talked to the Holy Spirit? When was the last time that you interacted or interfaced with the Holy Spirit? Ang banal na Espiritu. When was the last time you did worship and thank the Holy Spirit? Because we're familiar with Jesus, we're familiar with God the Father, but remember this, when Christ went to be with His Father, He promised to give us the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you right now, if you're a Christian, okay, it is a must that you do have a clear understanding of the Holy Spirit. Because this is for your own advantage. This is why it is my prayer that after we're done with this gathering, that you will have a personal encounter with the Holy Spirit. Amen. That coming here can be routinary. If you are right now in a situation wherein you need to go to church and you're trying to drug yourself to church, if for quite some time, Okay, you started with your wife or your husband that you're so in love with each other that you don't care about the rest of the world, but it's you and me against the world. But after 10 years, you lose sight of each other because you're doing it according to your flesh. You need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to love your husband, love your wife. If you're struggling in your Bible reading and you think you can pull it off because you're so hardworking and you have what it takes to understand and decipher God's word, I'm telling you right now, apart from the Holy Spirit, you will struggle. So if you're right now in a situation that you are struggling to get to know God, there is something wrong. I'm not saying that you're less of a Christian, but you need uh, what the power of the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, and the, uh, God the Holy Spirit are one and the same. In fact, the picture of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, it's like uh, a dance where there's no one that is supreme from each other, but they function, okay, Okay, for our transformation, for our sanctification. It's a beautiful picture. This is why it is a must that all of us will what? Will develop a desire to know the Holy Spirit. It is amazing, I'm telling you right now. I want you to understand the reason why I'm excited to elaborate on this matter. Because I look at myself and I'm also frustrated of my shortcomings. How many of you here can relate with me? That, that you want to change, but you cannot change. You want to change, but you just can't change. <laughs> People are frustrated around you. My wife is frustrated with me. And I hope you'll agree with me as well. And the people around me are also frustrated with me. I'm also frustrated with myself. But God is not frustrated with me. Amen. So when was the last time you talked to the Holy Spirit? Because most of the time we ignore the Holy Spirit, and this is for our own detriment and our own loss. And there are dimensions of love and joy and power that you will never experience apart from the Holy Spirit. This is why this, this devotion of yours of coming to church, that you're religious, as long as I comply to the routines and what the church is asking from me, I'm opening my Bible, Lord, huh? Okay? And I feel good. How many of you here? At times when you open your Bible, even if you're, if you're not reading your Bible, you feel good. Oh, it's so, it is so good. I mean, I'm, I have nothing against you feeling good. But at the end of the day, do you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit? Because there are things in your life that you are limited of. Not unless you invite the Holy Spirit into the picture. I don't know if you're familiar with this movie, Limitless. It's a TV series, okay? That uh, there is a man, okay, who discovers the power of a mysterious drug called NZT48. And it's available right now. I'm just kidding, okay? Which opens the full possibility of his brain and gives him perfect recall. So whatever you will study, whatever you will read, you will have a perfect recall. The rest of Encarta, the rest of Wikipedia or the Glorious Encyclopedia, you will have a perfect recall of everything okay, that you have uh, ever read, heard, or seen. And this okay, opens for and pays for a lot of possibilities. So I just realized while watching this movie, it's like synonymous to what we're fighting for. 
And that has been my prayer for quite some time. Lord, I want to do things that are beyond my wildest dream. How many of you here, you are a frustrated basketball player? Because you're small. Let's face it, okay? I'm your pastor. I love you. I know you can, you can uh, make it to the NBA, but the truth will set you free. Do you understand? Yeah. How many of you here, uh, you're a frustrated uh, image model? Uh, some of you here, you, you have, you're, you're a model, but you don't have an image. Do you understand? <laughs> Kidding. And, and uh, you're, you're, you're frustrated, okay, uh, probably a uh, uh, soccer player or frustrated uh, manager or business owner. And, and we have a lot of frustrations. It is because of our limitations. I hope I can be limitless. Do you understand? And when you look back, how you wish you can undo the past because if I have the power... I think I can make it and I can do anything that's just impossible. This is why some of you, you don't have any idea of what you're capable of. In fact, you don't know who you really are until you invite the Holy Spirit in your life. Do you understand? It's like knowing the Father and the Son, but not the Holy Spirit. You're not moving forward in full throttle. You know, somebody approached me, Pastor, you're, you're overweight with about 20 pounds, okay? I want to be honest, okay? I, I'm a pastor. I need to, to tell the truth. And, and, and I can't move forward. I can't be as fast based on my weight when I was in high school. That I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit athletic, but not now. And some of you here, there is something that's preventing you from moving forward. That you think you know it all. You know the Bible. You go to church. You're part of a small group. But if you don't tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, okay, I'm telling you right now, you will never see what you're capable of. Amen. This is why I'm excited this morning because a lot of us, we're operating roughly about 80-85% and we want to operate 100%. And today I will introduce to you who the Holy Spirit is. This is my responsibility. And I do pray that as we go out of this room, you will have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is not just a mystical being. Some of you here are so mystical, okay? And, and are so religious that every time that, that you want to call forth and ask the Holy Spirit to interact and speak to you and have a relationship with you, you think you need to feel something uh, really weird, okay? Uh, uh, and, and, and you need to develop that kind of feeling in order for you to know really who the Holy Spirit is. Ay, iba sa ating kailang, Pastor, kailang marandaman ko yung lamig. Do you understand? Ayan niya, Pastor, ayan na yung lamig. Ayan na sa electric fan ka eh. I mean, and that's not, okay, what the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is. And we will unravel, okay, uh, really who the Holy Spirit is. So I want you to open your Bible uh, right now or your Bibles in John uh, chapter 14, verse 15 to 26. It's written right here. If you love me, you will keep my... Let me say, say that once again. Verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Amen? Oh, it's nice, right? How many of you here, you love God? And you have perfected keeping the commandments of God. So therefore, you don't love God. That's not really biblical, of course. We love God. But we want to keep the commandments of God. The reason why you can, because you're empowered by the Holy Spirit. Apart from the Holy Spirit, you can never love God. You can never apply God's word. You can never, in fact, do what God has commanded. But it's another topic for another day. Let me move forward. Verse 16. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. Say the word helper. To be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be with. Will be with you. Now I want you to imagine somebody okay, that you like telling you, I will be with you. Do you understand? How many of you here, you feel elated when somebody approaches you and tells you, I want to be with you. <laughs> right? What if somebody that you don't like, that you dread and you abhor, tells you, I need to be with you. And your response is, so help me God. Okay? <laughs> but, but the Holy Spirit is a perfect gentleman. It's written right here, okay, that I will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you also will live. 
in that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he is, okay, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Wow. Judas said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Verse 24, whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. I don't know if you're familiar. It's the involvement of the spirit, the son and the father. You see the Trinity in this passage. In verse 25, these things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Say the word all. The Holy Spirit will teach you all. How many of you here, you love to cook? You love to cook. You love to eat. Okay. You, you, I mean, you have the ratio. You, you love art. Anybody here? You're good at basketball. Come on now. And you, there are a lot of things that you're good at, but I know and I'm fully convinced that human as you are, you're limited as well. But the Holy Spirit promises one thing. If you tap into my power, I will give you the power that you need when you're confronted by endeavors beyond your wildest dream. So the Holy Spirit points us to who He is. The Holy Spirit, before you can invite the Holy Spirit, He wants to what? Introduce Himself to you. How many of you here, you want the Holy Spirit to introduce Himself to you? Okay, because the Bible says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father. And He will give you another helper to be with you forever. He will give you a what? A household helper. No, 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 a helper. Some of us, that's how we treat the Holy Spirit. That you comply to what I want and you serve me. Do you understand? That's not who the Holy Spirit is. Because it neither sees Him, it's a person, or knows. You know for He dwells with you and will be with you. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is the most mysterious, most neglected, and least uh, known among the persons in the Trinity. But the Bible states clearly that the Holy Spirit is a what? Is not an it. It's a person. So if you talk to the Holy Spirit, knowing for a fact that the Holy Spirit is a person, your approach, your understanding of the Holy Spirit is not mystical. That when you approach the Holy Spirit, you don't change the tone of your voice. Holy Spirit. <laughs> a person. And if you want to win the attention of an individual, you constantly talk to him. The reason why you don't feel the Holy Spirit, you don't constantly talk to him. How many of you here, you, would, you want to be with people who constantly ignores you? And you love to be with them. And you love to accompany them. And you want to call them as your best uh, friend. Nobody. That you want people to welcome you and accept you for who you are. That you want to be listened to. And that's the Holy Spirit. That's, that's the psyche of, of a human being. That you always recognize somebody. And that's the starting point of a relationship. So if this morning you did not recognize the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, good morning. Good AM, text message. <laughs> you would never develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is a person. He can be grieved. Okay? Quench. Outrage. He loves if you have grieved the Holy Spirit, you need to repent. How do we grieve the Holy Spirit? When you ignore that voice in your heart that tells you, you have to love your wife. She's unlovable. That's why. What do you gain in loving people that are lovable? Do you understand? What do you gain that, that you're so generous and you're bragging about it if you've got so much? Do you understand? Love is perfected when the person is unlovable and we know that is the people in this room. That in your darkest moment and the lowest moment of your life, God's love for you was perfected. Remember this. God doesn't love you because you're lovable. God loves you. And He knows your secret. But His love for you did not change. That's the God that we serve. So a person, okay, like the Holy Spirit, that...
We need to interact not just every morning, but every minute of the day. This is why if you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit, which is part of the Godhead. In fact, when you're talking to the Holy Spirit, you're interacting with Jesus, you're interacting with the Father because they're part of the Godhead. But I'm telling you right now, to be accurate, because Christ was with the Father and He left us a helper. Therefore, starting today, you can talk to the Holy Spirit. There are days that I just don't have enough money. And it is not a formula. I would talk to the Holy Spirit. I just need to buy something. I, this is not a formula. So, so don't, oh, pastor, you've given me a formula. But that's, that's not just even my needs and my wants. It's, it's my relationship that I can tell the Holy Spirit. If He doesn't want to provide, I will never take it against Him. Because I have Him in my life. Some of you here, that's your relationship with God. You're excited with your walk with God when everything is doing well. Do you understand? That's not a relationship. Okay? That's an ATM machine. Okay? And this is why it is important that as we continue in John chapter 14, verse 15 to 17, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask a father and he will give you another, another helper to be with you for? For what? Forever. Okay? Say the word forever. Dito my forever. Okay? So the, the Greek words of another came from what? The Greek word heteros. Okay? Different from the former. Who's this former, okay, helper that we have before he went to be with the Father? The Lord Jesus Christ. They're one and the same. But the Greek word as well, heteros, is accompanied by another Greek word known as alos. Just like the former. So how is this, his, is this possible? He's different from the former. He's different from Jesus. But just like Jesus. Do you understand this? I don't. How do you understand somebody who's like Jesus and not like Jesus? Do you understand this? Just like Christ who claimed that He is God, that He is a person. The Holy Spirit is eternal. Okay? And has the same nature as God. Remember this, that the Holy Spirit is both God and a person. And just like what we have talked about last week concerning who Jesus is, that He's divine and holy. This is why the Holy Spirit is God. It's not just a person. You know Him for He dwells with you and will be in you. The reason why the Holy Spirit came into your heart because the day that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Lord, come into my heart. Technically, it is not Jesus Christ who opened your heart, went inside your heart. Okay? And a heart full of cholesterol, okay? And Jesus has to fit in. And that's not the picture there. Did the Holy Spirit came into our hearts. Pinuspuso po tayo ng banal na Espiritu. This is why, for some of you here, just like me, I love to curse. Mahilig po ako magmura. I start with a curse, and after two words, it's like an expression. It is an expression for me. How many of you here can testify that the day you came to know the Lord, every time you would, you would say things that are not of God, you begin to be, what? To be reminded of what the Bible says. How many of you here can testify that you don't have a microchip dip within your soul, but you can feel that the Holy Spirit is grieved. And the Holy Spirit wants to tell you, you have to start speaking life. Where is that in the field of science? Where a human being who has the Spirit of God can be transformed. There's none. This is why... The Holy Spirit is what you need as you face the different challenges of life. Because the Holy Spirit wants to fill and dwell in us. In Acts chapter 2 verse 4, they were gathered after the Pentecost and the Holy Spirit filled them. And they began to spoke in tongues. After the service, I will pray for you. And if you want to speak in tongues, so be it. But I do pray for some of you here that are bored in your walk with God. How many of you here, you're bored in your walk with God? Pastor, I don't have a walk with God, okay? That's another story. But I know some of you here, in fact, a lot of us here are dragging ourselves in coming to know God. I'm telling you right now, you're using your strength and your flesh. 
You don't have the capacity to know an eternal God. You don't have with your limited mind to know a limitless God. You need the Holy Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit in your heart to interface with a God that you want to develop a relationship with. Is this helping you? Nakakatulong ba? So the Holy Spirit points us not just to Himself, but to what He does. Even the Spirit of Truth in the same chapter, whom the world cannot receive. How many of you here, you have talked to people who doesn't have a relationship with God, and you correct them with, 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 uh, with what they're doing, and they usually take it against you? Because people who doesn't have the Spirit of God cannot receive God's truth. How many of you here, you have talked to deceive people? Kahit anong sabihin mo, parang, tama ako eh. Hindi ka pa nagsisimula, tama ako. Because the Bible is simply saying that if you don't have the Spirit of God, you're full of lies. The reason why you know the truth and the truth will, will set you free because the Holy Spirit puts His what? It, uh, it, it sheds light on God's truth. How many of you here, okay, before you came to know the Lord, you want to read the Bible and you want to use your intellect to what? To, to get to know the Word of God. But the more you read the Bible, the more you're confused. Kaya nga eh, di ba may mga taong nababaliw? Huwag ka magbasa ng Bible, mababaliw ka. Because you're using your brain. You don't have, okay, the capacity, okay, and, and, and the speed, okay, and the gigabytes. Yeah. To know the, the Word of God, you need the what? The power of the Holy Spirit to know the Bible. Apart from the Holy Spirit, you will never, you will never understand God's word. Because you're just one kilobyte, okay? You don't have what it takes. It takes the power of God to get to know God. Amen. Come on now. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Pointing the believers to his word, which is the truth. So if you're telling me right now, Pastor, I don't have time for God's word. I just want to soak into the the presence of, of, of God. You're, you're, you're getting it all wrong. Christianity for you is based on what you feel. So if you love to worship God, how many of you here, you're amazed with our worship team? Okay? I mean, it took me a while to train them, but I'm telling you right now, they're getting it. Okay? Just kidding. How many of you here, you love our worship team? How many of you here, you love worshiping the Lord? How many of you here, you love worshiping the Lord? You love if you don't understand my question, raise your hand. Just, just okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you love worshiping the Lord. Come on now, raise your hands. Wow, dami. But as you raise your hand, did you ask yourself this question? As I worship the Lord, okay, in spirit and in? Good. Do I love the Word? Because to worship God in spirit is the same spirit in loving God's Word. So if you're here right now, I mean, in victory, they don't want to ask you to move forward so that the pastors can lay their hands on you so I can fall back or fall in or sideways. Or... It's up to you if you want to fall. If you want to fall right now, it's your call, okay? But, but my point is, I'm not against those manifestations. My question is, after you're done, okay, with all those falling and, and all the manifestations, I am not against it. Are you passionate about reading the Bible and bring as many people into the kingdom of God? Because if this is just a feeling, it won't last. It won't change you. So if you're here right now and you're telling me, Pastor, I can do this. I have the, the faith and the drive and the courage and the mental toughness to overcome all the challenges that comes my way. I'm telling you right now, you're limited. But with the Holy Spirit... You are limitless. This is why it is important that you invite the Holy Spirit into your life because it is only through the Holy Spirit that the Word of God is amplified. Say the word amplified. It becomes something. It becomes a different message. How many of you here can honestly testify that when you came to know the Lord, your Bible reading has never been the same again? Very encouraging, no? I want to be a pastor. How many of you here, okay? It has changed the way you look at the Bible. 
Raise your hand. Nagbagong buhay mo. Okay? Katabi mo, Mrs. Mott. I hope she'll validate that. Okay? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Your life has changed. And this is why the Word of God will not only inspire and encourage you. How many of you here, when you're reading God's Word, there are times and most of the time you're, you're upset? Bira naman, magbabago na naman. Do you understand? How many of you here, when you're in sin, you don't want to read the Bible? I'm in sin. I love the Bible. I love the Bible. How many of you here like that? Nobody wants to read the Bible when you're walking and living in sin, right? Because it will correct your heart. Because the Holy Spirit will check your heart. The Holy Spirit will show you who you really are. How many of you here are amazed with the Holy Spirit? That you're not going through what you need to go through in order for you to comply to what is asked of you. You need to read the Bible. You're a Christian. No. I have an appetite for God's Word. And it is only through the Holy Spirit. In fact, if your appetite for food okay, is of the same passion and tenacity when it comes to reading God's Word, I'm telling you right now, you won't leave your room. How many of you here, you, you just love to eat? Even the, if the food is not really that good, but you just, I, I, I can make it so good. Yeah. I have the capacity brought to you by the Holy Spirit. Okay. It's not in the Bible. That's how I love to eat. And that's my prayer from the very beginning. Lord, my appetite for food is the same appetite I have for your Holy Spirit. I have the same appetite in reading your word. That when I'm reading your word, I'm, I'm excited every word that comes out of this Bible. You cannot fabricate that. You can't just raise your hand and move sideways and see if you're just enjoying God. But in your heart, Lord, bayaran na naman. Boyfriend. But you're enjoying the presence of God and you're saying, God, I don't know if, if you will provide for what I want and what I need, but as long as I have you, everything will work out fine. Amen. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all okay? For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak and He will declare to you the things that are to come. It guides us to know the truth. And we know that when we collide with the truth, it will set us free. It will change us. So if you don't listen to the convicting voice of the Holy Spirit, you will never hear the comforting voice of the Holy Spirit. If you don't, don't listen to the convicting and the comforting voice of the Holy Spirit, you will never understand the counseling voice of the Holy Spirit. So you start with that still small, small voice in your heart that tells you, uh-uh. Don't do that. And you know what? There's more. The Holy Spirit will not only tell you what you need to do, but the Holy Spirit will give you the power to do the things that He wants you to do. I will not, I, I, I will tell you, don't do it, but I will give you the power not to do it. Isn't that a great deal? That He's not just a God out there telling you, if you cross the line, I will kill you. But he went down, gives us the power not to cross the line. How many of you here, you want to welcome the Holy Spirit into your heart this morning? We will do that. And I will ask the Father and he will give you a what? So the Holy Spirit okay, is our helper. Just like a true friend. You will know a friend if that person has gone out of his way to tell you what you needed to hear. I want that from people to tell me honestly and assess me. And my wife has been doing that for 10 years. <laughs> Holy Spirit. And this is why in the Greek word, he's known as parakletos. From the word para, say the word para. Para is to what? To stand alongside let us to call out. And the Holy Spirit wants to not just stay with you, but to stand alongside with you. No matter how hard the situation is. And I'm telling you right now, that when you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, some of us, we can't even tell God what's really happening in our hearts. We can tell God that we're happy and we're blessed. When was the last time you talked to the Holy Spirit? I'm frustrated. I am mad. I hate my situation. 
I'm serving God, but I'm still sick. Holy Spirit, I need somebody to love me. And some of you here, you think having a, a relationship with your opposite sex is going to solve the problem. If you're not loved by God, you will, never, you will never experience real love. The Holy Spirit can do that to you. The reason why you can love and receive love because you've been loved by God. No human effort can validate your longings and your desires only in Christ Jesus. And the Holy Spirit will help you to do that. This is why I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you yet a little while and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live, you also will live. You don't see me, but you will see me. Do you understand that? Yes. You, you, won't, you won't see me, I will leave you, but I will return to you in a different form. The Holy Spirit. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. The Father in my name will what? Will send the Spirit. Another picture of the triune God. So the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, they're, they, they're like dancing. Who's better than the other? No, they, you can only appreciate, okay, that, that, that choreography when the people in the team are performing well. This is a, the picture right here. So he provided, okay, the inspiration to write the Bible. And it's the same Holy Spirit who provided the disciples or the men of God in the Bible to write the Bible, the inspiration is the same Holy Spirit that will give you the light to see the Bible from a different angle. If you read the Bible without Christ and the Holy Spirit in your heart, you will never understand the Word of God. In fact, it will do more harm than good. Because you don't have, just like what I've mentioned, the brain capacity to handle who God is. This is why... The Bible is clear, and this is the catch in today's message. In Romans 8.25, it is written right here, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our... How many of you here, you have weaknesses? I want to tell you one thing this morning. We have weaknesses, but we're not willing to accept our weaknesses. That is what you call pride. Don't brag, of course, of your weaknesses. But... In your heart, Lord, I'm weak in this area. If I look at my finances based on my expenses, it is just enough. But Lord, I want to tell you one thing. That you have said in your word that you will help us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Say groanings. When you have a clear understanding of what the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is, a simple groaning will suffice at times. That you don't have really any other prayers but because the situation is just too overwhelming and you just don't have the courage to move forward and you are so depressed. The Holy Spirit understands. But there are times you don't know what to, what to pray for. Tell the Holy Spirit, I don't know what to pray. Teach me to pray. I want to be righteous. Teach me to be righteous. I want to start tomorrow. Help me to start tomorrow. I want to lose weight. Stop eating. <laughs> I'm kidding. You need the power. Do you understand this? But most of the time... Human as we are, we're finding ways. Lord, I will call you if I need your help. But for now, I can handle it well. It's too late in the middle of the race to call on God. Because if God has never there from the very beginning, I don't think He will accompany you. But of course, with the grace of God, He's powerful. Why wait for you? Okay? For why wait for things to worsen in order for you to call on God? God can intervene. So why wait for Him to intervene in the middle of the race if in the very beginning you can call on the Holy Spirit? 
you can start by telling him this morning, Holy Spirit, good morning. Holy Spirit, I, I want to go out of this floor. I just have so much anxiety. Can you just work this out? I'm afraid. I'm pretending to be strong, but in my heart, deep in my soul, I'm afraid. There are days that you're healthy, but in your heart, you're saying, Baka next week, I might suffer cardiac arrest. Yeah. There are lies that the enemy will bombard us. You talk to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I'm threatened. I'm pushed around the corner. This is why the helper wants to what? The helper wants to help. That's not that complicated. That's the role of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit was given to help you and He's not doing it, it's like a what? A, a ballet dancer who's asked not to perform for 20 years and he, she's good at it. It's like a singer who's not asked to perform, but you know he's good at it. It's like asking Steph Curry, okay, not to play basketball. It's like telling the Holy, Holy Spirit, I don't need you now. This is why it is important that you do understand that the Holy Spirit wants to intervene. In fact, the Holy Spirit in the same passage is that He intercedes for us before you sleep tonight. And as you are sleeping, the Holy Spirit 24-7 is pleading your case to the Lord. If you have that understanding, I'm telling you right now, even if I stop praying, somebody is pushing and, 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 and presenting my case to the Father. This is why you can wake up every morning with confidence and you can walk with so much faith because you know you're not doing it all by yourself. No matter how hard the world can be, you know you have the Spirit to overcome what comes your way. Amen. In the Old Testament, okay, it's a picture of someone, not just in the New Testament, who has been given the Spirit of God. See, I have called by name Bezalel. Say the word Bezalel. Name of a person, so please don't, don't name your kid Bezalel, okay? It sounds demonic, okay? Uh, the son of Uri, okay? Son of Ur, okay? Of the tribe of Judah, right? Okay, short names, okay? And have filled him with the Spirit of? He was filled by the Spirit of God. Because he's being honed to be a, a religious leader, right? No. With ability and intelligence. How many of you here, honestly... You know your limitations. You want to be intelligent. Let, uh, you, you, come on now. Anybody here wants to be intelligent? I, I want to tell you I graduated high school second in my class. When I read this passage, Lord, I can be intelligent. I was 16. I want to be intelligent. Okay? I, I graduated college with flying colors. I'm telling you, that's another story for another day. I don't know what happened. You understand? I, I, was just, I was just resourceful to look for leakages. No, I'm just kidding. No, no I'm not. I'm not doing that. It was by the grace of God. Okay? And, and the ability and the intelligence with knowledge and all craftsmanship. This is, not, this is not a religious task. How many of you here, you're good with your hands? You're a good manager. The Holy Spirit can raise you to be that kind of person. You want to be a good businessman. Come on now. To devise artistic designs. Come on. To work in gold, silver, and bronze. So the Holy Spirit is not just for, for religious tasks. The Holy Spirit was given to empower people to be good at whatever they're doing. Amen. In fact, in Israel, there is such thing as Bezalel Arts and Design. It's a what? It's a national school of art named after this guy. So if you're here right now, you're, you're fighting and you're pleading for your case. You want to be good at something. You're just one prayer away. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. So the Holy Spirit points us to Himself and what He does. And ultimately, He points us to Jesus. In fact, in Matthew 3, 16-17, when the Holy Spirit alighted on Christ, remember that when He was baptized? And the Father said, What did the Father say? Crucified. No, no, no. No, no. the Father said, This is my Son in whom I am. Well, please. Isn't it amazing that after that chapter, Jesus Christ was tempted, but he overcame? Was it because his fast is cute? 
He's powerful. Yes, he's powerful. But is it because he has what it takes? Or before he went into the wilderness, he was given the Spirit of God. Every single day, we go out of our comfort zones. And I'm telling you right now, to face people out there is indeed a wilderness. But the promise is just like Jesus. He went out filled by the Spirit of God. This is why it is a must that the Holy Spirit validated the relationship that the Father has with the Son. But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, He will bear witness about me. In fact, the Holy Spirit and the role of the Holy Spirit, more than just empowering you and telling you that you are limitless, is that He wants you to know more than anything else of what you can get from me, is that you will enjoy who Jesus Christ is. Don't get me wrong. The Holy Spirit wants to interact and cause you to do things that is beyond your wildest dream. But more than that, the ultimate goal of the Holy Spirit is that I move because I want you to gaze upon the beauty of who Jesus is. This is why when Peter was confronted by the religious people in the Bible in Acts chapter 4, then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said to them, rulers and the people and elders, Peter was filled by the Holy Spirit. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated. How many of you here have never been to school? All of us, right? High elementary or high school. These men are uneducated, common men. They were astonished and they recognized that they have been with, with Jesus. The Holy Spirit points us to the beauty of Jesus. That more than just what the Holy Spirit can do is that if you are not in love with Jesus and it's impossible for you to love Jesus without the Holy Spirit helping you realize and grow in your understanding that the reason why you can love God because He first loved you. You don't have the capacity to know that. But with the Holy Spirit, He is like a light shedding into who Jesus is. When the Holy Spirit points us to the truth, not only is He pointing us to the Word, but to Jesus who is the Christ. The ministry of the Spirit of God points to Jesus who magnificently accomplished the gospel that alone saves. The Spirit awakens our sleeping hearts, points us to the light of Christ. For He knows that there is no other name under heaven which men must be saved. This is why the ultimate goal of Jesus Christ is that you don't struggle in your relationship with Christ, but it is a delight, a joy to know Jesus. That's what ultimately what the Holy Spirit is up to. The Holy Spirit came to feel so that we can do His will. So whether that's overcoming a routinary sin, paulit-ulit na lang, and you're always repeatedly are condemned. That you would want, Lord God, to break free. Lord, is this my Christianity? I've been a Christian for five years. I've been a Christian for ten years. I've been a Christian for three years. Lord, is this about going to church? No, there's more. And you have to discover it for yourself. Because the Holy Spirit, more than just corporate, He wants to be personal with you. This is why it is important that we get into the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is power. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. You will receive power more than anything else. It is my prayer this morning that you will understand who the Holy Spirit is. That He wants to fill you with power. So you can do the things that... You have never thought of before. And today, in all facets of your life, whether reading the Bible, bringing people to Christ, just like Peter and John, who spoke the word of God boldly, or interacting with Jesus, in appreciating the beauty of Christ, it is always through the Holy Spirit. Because with the Holy Spirit, 
listen to this. Anything is possible. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Can we give the Holy Spirit right now a round of applause? <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning. For giving us the opportunity once again. To know your Holy Spirit. You're a perfect gentleman. You're divine. And you want to help us. That we get past our limitations. So as we bow our heads and close our eyes. If you are in this room. And you're saying, Pastor. I want to break free from my sinful habits. Nobody look around. You have that habit. You're saying, I want to break free from this. I want you to raise your hand right now if you're saying, I want to break free from this. I need the power of the Holy Spirit in my life to break free from this pattern of sinfulness. Lord, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, you come and you break the power of sin upon their lives. Lord, it's rooted. It has trampled them to the ground. The Bible says there's therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So Holy Spirit, right now come and once again break the power of sin in our lives. You can put down your hands. If you're here right now, you're saying, I want revival right now. Lord, I'm, I'm tired of the routines of Christianity, of coming to church and just... I want, I want to have a taste of who you are. That with what I have experienced for the past few months and years, I want to I move one level higher. I want you to raise your hand right there. You're saying, more of God. I'm not satisfied. Panginoon, hindi pa ako contento sa nararanasan ko tuwing linggo. Alam ko maraming mga bagay. There are a lot of things that you have prepared for me. I want more of you in my life and less of what I want. I want you to raise your hand if you're saying, right, more of God, more of Jesus, Holy Spirit right now. If you're saying more of Jesus in my life, Lord, with the hands that are lifted high, I pray right now that you awaken their hearts to know you more. Thank you for your presence right now. All of us across the room, can we raise our hands? Holy Spirit, let your presence fall right now. Let your presence fall. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these, or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.